Welcome, 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 everyone out there in podcast land. How you doing there, lady I'm not going to say the name of yet, because I'd rather you introduce yourself. Why would you talk to me? I thought you were talking to the people. It turns out I don't have people skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had nowhere to go with that. I just started talking. No people skills, no credibility, no, no brain improv cells. Chops. Uh, speaking of improv chops, this is something I've thought about. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick your bone right here from okay. the get up and go. You know how you like to get on my ass for not yes anding you on this podcast as if it's an improvisational comedy podcast. I've never ever once gotten on you about that. I don't know what you're talking about. No and Welcome to the podcast. My name is Michelle. And my name is Sam. And this is Couple of Critics Podcast. We are a review podcast. We share our choices, our differences, our fun with each other. And we hate it. We hate it? <laughs> I was going to say like it, love it, want some more of it. But I went to uh, just hate it. Uh, did you have that in your mind because of what I texted you today? My beautiful new song that I'm... Making a parody of Son of a bitch. I like it. I love it. I want some mail of it. Smell. <laughs> Wash your ass, Mel. I don't know if he listens. And everything else. I don't think he listens anymore. I think he does. I don't know. Is it because you think he's in love with All you? Right. Here's how we test. Or because you want him to be. Here's how we test if he listens. Okay. Ooh, we shit talk. <laughs> we don't real shit talk. Oh, damn. We say, Mel. You smell. Mel, this is Sam. I'm talking to you right now. I'm in the room with you. I'm over there probably by the paint booth, pretending to work, but really just walking around in circles and laying down when nobody's looking. Uh, Come on over and say, hey, bud, I am listening to the podcast. And then I'll knock the phone out of your hand. I'll say, get away from my domicile. Get away from my thoughts. Yeah. That was a lie. I don't lay down and not work. I don't believe that. <laughs> I lay down on breaks. Cause, yeah, breaks. Because <laughs> I go from sitting and staring at computer screens, which is exhausting as hell, so that I have to go lay down. <laughs> it's what? It's exhausting as hell. <laughs> my, my fucking uh, trademark is... I get in the back of people's cars and I lay down for like 10 minutes and then I wait for uh, Mel to walk by and I pop out and I try to spook him. I go, boo! Is that what you say, boo? Sometimes. Because <laughs> I think it's funny to say boo when you're scaring someone. Wouldn't it be funny if you turn around and he was like, what's up, boo? He's probably done something like that. It gets a little gay there. Uh, talking wise. Mm-hmm. I have said I wish I was gay. To be with him? So it just be I could just So you guys could just stink? Yeah. Together. Yeah, I take all that back. And not have any standards. Oh, God, I could never live with Mel. It'd be horrible. The smell. The smell. <laughs> Between my feet and his ass and balls, it'd be a toxic fucking uh playground. Is that the word I'm looking for? I guess. I don't even want to think about it. Damn, damn, damn. (laughs) 
Oh, that's disgusting. So I say, yeah, that uh, we go ahead and get into what we're here for. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Let's so, uh, let's hammer this one out. Yeah, is so, the feeling I'm getting. So, like I said, we are a review podcast. Uh, we often share music with each other. Other sorts of media have been tossed around in this, you know, little space that we have. But it's usually music, and this week it's Sam's week. We listen yeah. to a Sam album, yeah. and Sam's going to take over from here. Yeah, surprise, surprise, it's a Sam week, and we went back to some fucking metal, man. We went, went back to back. The, we We strayed away. I don't remember what my episode was before this. You know what? I honestly don't either, so... Yours was Fiona. My plan here... And right before that is was that Kangaroo Jack. drag it out. Uh, it was falling down. It was a while ago. So what was before that? Aquabats. Okay, that wasn't metal. It's true. Before that was Slipknot. Okay, that was metal. Minor Threat. That's not metal. Well, that's pretty fucking metal. <laughs> okay. I mean, you just act like you've gone so far from the metal to I come know. back to it's, it. I can't stray far away. It's But it technically, we haven't talked about metal since the week of Thanksgiving. So yeah, I'd say it's been a little bit. All right. You're right. You're right. Boom. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm wrong. Well, this week, not only are we visiting metal again, as we often do with my weeks, uh, we're going with one of the big fucking four. This is... Anthrax, Slayer, Metallica, and Megadeth. And it turns out, we thought we had done a Slayer episode. I can't keep track of things. And uh, we haven't, so... In the future, I know that I can pull out a Slayer album. It's in just going to be future, hard to go with. I thought we had. I don't know why I thought we had done Slayer. I don't remember either. And every time I think about Slayer and you, I remember I was watching a Slayer DVD one time, and you were like, this is like this is better than like Super Joint Ritual, which you had watched me, or... You had seen me watching. It's because I don't like Phil Anselmo so much. <laughs> he rubs me the wrong way all the time. And always has. And it's yeah, and it wasn't like it was a dig at them. It's just for some reason. Hey, I was just into it that you were like, Yeah, this isn't so bad, Slayer. And I was like, Yeah, fucking Slayer. <laughs> I mean, at least on the super joint, there was a little bit of Hank Three, right? He plays bass. Yeah. 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 And he headbangs the entire time. But yes, so it was my week, and we went with Anthrax, the album Among the Living, which came out in uh, ni- March 22nd, 1987, so this album is almost as old as you and I. Did you know that it does, on YouTube, by the way, have the description like it used to have? No, I don't, I've never, I didn't use that ever. You don't use the YouTube? No, nope. I mean, I use the YouTube music, but I never look at the little biography thing there. Oh, well, I'm just saying it's easier. Does it say it came out in March 22nd, 1987? Mm-hmm. Sweet. It got it right. Yeah, it, it pulls it from Wikipedia. Hmm. Well, so that's where I'm at. Now, I don't know a lot about Anthrax, and I would like to say something about this album before I get started with the first track. Um, I had never listened to this album in full before we did this. I had listened to Anthrax Best Subs, but I didn't want to do that. So this was kind of a dive-in for me the first time, too. Okay. But let's get it started with Among the Living, the title track. Oh, my God. I saw... Where did I see? Is it this song? I feel like it was. Hold on a second. I will. 
I will hold on right here for among one second. Among the living. Among the living. This is classic fucking 80s thrash metal. Classic fucking 80s. It's got a lot of punk influence, which I fucking love. And some really ridiculous vocals, which I'm sure we'll talk about very soon. Okay, yeah, I don't think I know what I'm talking about. I must have been looking at something else. So, I gave you Anthrax, and I'm sure you knew Scott Ian. Scott Ian is the only thing I know of Anthrax because of the way he looks, and he's very charismatic, (laughs) and he's always been on those, like, compilation interview shows where they- You said he's charismatic? I mean, I think that that's why they use him for stuff. He really, he's good with interview. He's not, a lot of guys aren't good with, like, He's a good uh, talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They hate the interview part. Of the being in a band. Yeah, I've never disliked Scott Ian anytime I've ever seen him. He just seems like a calm, respectable human. You want to see Scott Ian before he became what Scott Ian is now? Sure. That's him with long hair back in the 80s. He has more of a Surge look to him. Yeah, it kind of does, does early, early Surge. I've always liked Scott Ian, too, ever before I ever listened to Anthrax. I was always just like, hey, that's the guy from I Love the 80s that's talking about stuff. <laughs> And he said something that I kind of agree with, like, yeah, fuck that, that was stupid. I'm like, yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> so why, what is the deal with this big four? They're just, like, the most popular, they're the best-selling, they're the highest-regarded metal bands? Like, what is this? Uh, a combo of all of that. Obviously, Metallica, the, arguably the biggest metal band of all time. Well, who made these decisions? It's just kind of a huge consensus. It's, like, out of the 80s thrash metal scene. These, oh, so it's based out of the 80s. Yeah, out of the 80s thrash okay. metal scene, these four bands seem to come out on top as, like, making genre... Uh, what's the word? Like, like making their, putting their stamp on yeah, it? Yeah, like, Metallica sounds like Metallica. Megadeth sounds like Megadeth. Slayer sounds like Slayer, and Anthrax sounds like Anthrax. And then you can go to other bands that came out between 1984 and 1994 and be like... These bands fit under these categories. They're an Anthrax band. They're a Slayer band. <laughs> Unless you were doing death metal, but... Do you think Soundgarden liked Anthrax? I'm sure they did a little... Somebody in the band did a little bit. I can't ever do people's influences because... You know, sometimes metal guys are like, Oh, I was listening to Bonnie Raitt and I got influenced to do this song. And a it's lot like, of people like Bonnie Raitt. She's very uh, <laughs> bluesy. It's Rayet, by the way. I didn't know Is that for a long Rayet? time. Yeah. I, that's what I've heard. Nobody says it that way. I've heard it that way. That's where I was like, that's oh, like, I guess I'm saying it wrong. That's like Leonard Nimoy trying to be like, no, it's Nimoy. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's been Nimoy for years. That's everyone else's fault. So, uh, turned off by the vocals pretty immediately, Michelle? It's definitely in that 80s metal vein that is something I will often find almost cheesy. Yeah. It's to me it's like racing video games in a bowling alley <laughs> music. I could agree with that. But on the fucking heavier edge. It's not like ACDC bowling no. alley. No, this isn't being played on the Oh, you mean it's on the, on the video game. It's on the game uh, that you're sitting in. It's like on Cruising USA. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel like it'd be some like 80s hair metal stuff. Yeah. So I feel like that's why I I find it cheesy or something, even though I like video games. 
and I like rock music, but for some reason, when they were put together in the 80s, or for some reason in my head, I just... I get it. Yeah, I, can, I, I feel the them. same way about Molly Hatchet. That song is ridiculous to me because I played a racing game that had it on, so now I can't... Flirting with Disaster? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was a demo of a racing game, and it just played it constantly over and over and over again. I'm camping and the road and I'm with disaster. Got pedal to the man something, something faster. <laughs> I love the punk type vocals in this where they're all like. Now we all shout in a room. <laughs> Kent G. Smith, he always told me he hated those group type vocals in punk music. And like hardcore music. Okay. He hates that. Like, where you can tell it was like eight guys in a room and they're like, all right, just yell, among, among. Which I've been part of when I went to sound school and it was fucking fun. Among, among, among. <laughs> Don't look up mung. Well, I'm traveling down the road and I'm flirting with the plaster. Or plaster. Ah! The plaster. I fucked it up. <laughs> Plaster? I'm flirting with plaster. I'm just kissing the wall. That's funny. So I said that I usually only listen to a best of. It was called Best of Attack of the Killer A's or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It's Attack of the Killer A's. And uh, most of these songs were on it. So (laughs) I basically knew this album already. So this is definitely one of their... And it says it's their third album. It was a very popular album for them. Yeah, this was like their big breakout album. It's like stamps them going world tours, balls in, we are fucking anthrax. We are fucking anthrax. And I remember back in the day when like people were getting mailed anthrax. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of pressure for anthrax to change their name. Mm-hmm. And then like, I feel like somebody fake reported that they did. And then they put out a picture in Circus or Hit Parader of them wearing shirts that spelled out, we're not changing our name. <laughs> or no, it was on their pants. So it was just like the freedom of speech. Thing. It would be dumb to change your fucking name. Yeah, especially when you've already been that name for a long time. Yeah, and isn't the whole point of the name to be like shocking? Like, yeah, toxic. Now it was just reconfirmed. That this is toxic. This name is fucking awesome now. And it's like, yeah, our name is circulating in the news. Why would we change it? (laughs) For every hundred person that looks them up and is disgusted, there might be one that went, hey, yeah, anthrax. Sweet. You're saying one in a hundred? Yeah. I think that's a good ratio. I'd love one in a hundred people liking what I do. That's just a high ratio. Because it's it's like one in, I don't know, six billion right now. That's the way it feels, guys. Is it just you? Hmm? Are you the only person who likes you? Hmm. No. That's not true. I hate me most. (laughs) Let's move on. Let's go Cotton to Mosh. I read that this was voted like one of the best heavy metal songs of all time. And I do enjoy this song a lot. Because I think Joey Belladonna, the singer... I think his voice is a little weird sometimes and even sounds out of key sometimes. Not just goofy, but like, yeah, that was a weird note, yeah. cho- note choice. I think this song, he's perfect on. Like, I don't, there's not one, I know it's goofy sounding still, but I'm never like, eh. Ooh, Joey, that was, that was weird. And the bass is awesome and it feels like punk music. 
Yeah, I like this, this riff right here. I love this part where it just kicks in with the drums. Of course you do. It feels punk. Yeah, it does. The whole thing feels kind of punk. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I really, really like it. And why they ended up, Anthrax ended up being my favorite live band of the f big four. I've seen all four of the big four. But your favorite is actually... Anthrax put on the best show that I've seen out of all four. Okay, so you're saying that they are your favorite of the, the four? No. So that's what I just asked you. No. They're my favorite live band of the big four, but Slayer beats everybody. It would go like this. Slayer, Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth. Mm-hmm. But live, it would go Anthrax, Slayer, Megadeth, Metallica. Metallica was boring live. Well, for me, the first live would be that song about eating the placenta, and then, like, maybe lightning crashes. What the fuck was that song about eating the placenta? How did it go? I don't remember. Eat. I remember everybody was shitting their pants over live back placenta in the day. Placenta song. I was never really into it at all. Eating it? Don't you understand? Uh, all, well, so far, it's all it's giving me is all of these suggestions to not eat your placenta and how it's actually not good for you. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting. Don't do that. People are nasty. People look at stuff that's in nature and they're like, that's what we're supposed to do because the animals do it. I'm like, no, they're animals. That's why we're better than, than them because we don't do that. God. <laughs> Scott Ian is a riff master. His riffs are made to make you mosh. It's kind of like when we did that Meyer Thread episode, and I was like, the riffs are just built to make me run in a circle. Anthrax is the same fucking way. And you did say that. Like right now, I'd be, it'd be done. I'd be over. I would have gone to the concert and told everybody, I'm not moshing, don't worry. And then this song would have started and I would be balls deep in a fucking monster right now. Pushing fat guys, pushing little girls. You'd put their, your balls in things, though? Is that what you're saying? I mean, my balls are attached to me, so if I'm in the middle of the circle pit, then technically I'm balls deep in that circle pit. Right? Or is my understanding of physics incorrect? I suppose it's just specifically saying balls deep makes it sound like your balls are involved. I do get them out and flop them around while I walk around in circles. I've seen guys do that as I say that. Okay. It's fucking weird. Stop getting your cock out in the middle of a fucking mosh pit. It's done needed. Stop getting your cock out. I've seen it like three times. The cocks? Yeah, they just like whip it out and like whip it around for a second and put it back in. And everybody laughs, but I'm like, what if that guy ran into you and now you just got your penis ripped off accident? <laughs> Is it I alone? I alone you. I don't remember. There is not here. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember either. I'm just trying to look. I'll through. figure it out in a break. I'll see all over you. I'm so this album has real '80s production. The drums aren't big and full. 
yeah. Guitars are thin. I don't think it's like bad or anything. No, no, it's just got that 80s sound to it. I'm, you know, nowadays everything's so fucking big. You, know, you can hear every little hit. You can tell these drums are really recorded in the room with microphones, no altering. Because there's sections where his double bass drum work isn't the cleanest. But they kept it in because it was fucking yeah. real, man. I guess you're also listening. You, you're hearing things differently than I do as well. Oh, yeah. I'm always listening to the technicality of things. You know, making music real fun-like. <laughs> Putting numbers into it. Well, music is a bunch of numbers. Okay, so... Are I, you still on the hunt for this live song? I think... Is it Lightning Crashes? I think so. Her placenta falls yeah, to the floor. Okay, yeah, so... Right? Whoa, my feet coming back again like a rolling... That's the song. When's the placenta part? It's coming up pretty soon. Oh, they're lyrics. Oh, yeah, it's right at the beginning. Yeah, I'm using that stuff you told me about <laughs> in the YouTube music app. Oh, like all of the resources that are right there? <laughs> yeah, resources. It didn't start like that. They've definitely made some changes. Okay, is it going to happen? Let's keep going. It's because it's right here. Her placenta falls to the floor. That's so fucking weird. What do you say to the guy when he comes in with those lyrics and you're like, huh? Her what? Why? What? Come on, Jerry. What's that guy's name? Do you know the guy's name from live? No. <laughs> I don't know anything about live. I have a huge memory. I think I've told this on the podcast. I have a huge memory of the band live because my brother was obsessed with them. And then there was this other kid who was a bad kid. He went to my daycare and he like idolized my brother because he was like, he stole the pizza car. Wow. And he like listened to live because my brother listened to live and he knew it. And then I remember he got me on the bus one time and he was like, let me show you something. And he showed me two cigarettes. Uh, and I like, he could tell I was like, because ah, I was a little kid. And I was just like, hey, cigarettes on a bus. And then I remember he like had this look and kind of like, like, this kid's a wuss. Yeah, he's not his brother. He's not as badass. Putting Kool-Aid coloring in his hair, stealing pizza cars, brother. So you know what would have benefited me and made me find that much sooner? If, if I just Google searched songs about placentas, which I just did. So and the very first song is Lightning Crashes. You, well, what's the second song? Call Me Kubrick by Say Anything. Call Me Kubrick like Stanley? Yeah, I don't know. The third song, Kai Kaya. Um, no, we're going to call me Cuba. But we're going to say that the sec the fourth song is First Rule Is by Guar. I can't find Call Me Cubic. What song by Guar? First Rule Is. First Rule Is? I don't know. What? There's a Steely Dan song called The Old Regime that's apparently about, about placentas or there's mentions a, a placenta. There's a. Oh, it's on the album I never listened to. Carnival of Chaos. Well, I guess the placenta is mentioned in it. Well, I'm not surprised. Surprised it's only one Guar song that placenta is mentioned. Me too. That's why when I saw it, I wasn't surprised at all. But there's also a song by a oh, I know this song. a band called Cold Mailman. This is the song where they, the album where they got tip-hopping. 
All right. Let's, you want to get back to anthrax? Yeah. All right. I don't even know why we're talking about placentas. Oh, because it was live, and I Who went... The fuck no. I, I, I brought that up. That was my fault. All right, let's get back into let's this move album. On. Let's move on oh, to... God. I think one of the only songs I know about Judge Dredd. I am the law. This riff fucking rules. Yeah. This is just classic fucking riffed out metal to me and it's even more hilarious that I was hanging out with my buddy Zach straight to the river snatch Thompson two weeks ago and we were talking about Scott Ian or no we were talking about Ted Nugent he was bringing up that uh, show on VH1 where he was in a super group with Scott Ian okay. and I guess they were trying to write a song and I guess Ted Nugent's talking like musical stuff like saying like key of A or whatever Okay. I think at least this is how I interpreted what Zach was saying and then Scott Ian's like, man, I don't know that stuff. I just know how to riff. And then just like cavemans around the room going like. Dun, 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 Did you say cavemans? <laughs> Cavemanning. Oh. This move where you like crouch down and do kind of a crab walk thing. I think it looks very sumo-esque. Oh, I like the sumo. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest comic cheese. book song in the world. To me, this is cheesy. I always found Anthrax insanely cheesy, and I told you earlier this week, the only reason I ever even could listen to Anthrax on an album was after I saw them live, and it broke a barrier, when I was like, oh no, it's fucking awesome live. And then I got over those. I know it's insanely cheesy, especially his vocals. I mean, well, and he can sing. Oh, Joey Belladonna's the shit, and he's yeah. better now than he's ever been. So, I mean, I'm not ripping on any ability or anything. I'm not saying that no one's... You know, not talented. It's just. It's super macho. I would say, I would hear that. Like, and, wh- but it's that, like, yeah, it's that 80s macho man cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. This oh, here is like we go. bowling alley music. Stop saying that. <laughs> Why? Respect the badge. Earned it with his blood. Fear the gun. This is my favorite part. Don't fuck around no more. Remember, you flip me off. You stick your female finger up, and that tells me to shut up. I don't want you to shut up. I wanted you to say, you won't fuck around no more. <laughs> and cursed earth. Nobody makes music like this anymore. That's got like that up tempo, like even metal bands, even Anthrax. I don't think makes riffs like this anymore. Why is that? Do they just think it's too simple? I think it's so. I think it's got a drip of '80s in it that just doesn't exist anymore. Just a drip. I see. My problem is, I when I think of '80s metal, I accept that yes, all these guys came from the '80s. But when I think 80s metal, I think of, like, I think most people think Poison and Motley Crue. And that is not uh-huh. this in any way, shape, or form. It's got tinges of it. Like, yeah, we're doing the same kind of vocal style. Mm-hmm. But this is w- way more real fucking metal than Motley Crue. Oh, you mean no one's wearing makeup? No makeup, no real. <laughs> you know, Pantera started out as a glam band wearing makeup and tights. 
Yeah, that's where they fucked up. <laughs> they went yeah, off course from that. That's when their career definitely didn't take off. Yeah, that's when that's what people really wanted. <laughs> they just didn't. They just gave up on it. That's when Dimebag Daryl's name was Diamond Daryl. <laughs> and then they're like, "We're gonna change our our whole uh, scene to be cool." To be fucking real, man. It's metal. You know how much it would suck to not be that way. And then have to put on, like, fucking red tights or pink tights. And then go out and put eyeliner on. And go out and look like what you absolutely never look like. It'd be fucking weird. Damn, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I know. When are we going to get you in the Thrax? Respect the badge. He earned it with his blood. Fear the gun. Your sentence may be death because I am the law. Oh, that's what he says? Yeah, yeah. I'm reading the lyrics, which Your I... Your sentence may be death because I am the law. And you will fuck around no more. That's the... Yeah! Love it. Hitting those notes is oh. fun as hell. I got a headbag for a second. Yeah, Scott Ian makes good fucking riffs. I don't know if he made these riffs, but god damn it, they're good. Because he was the guitar player, or is? He was, but uh, I read that Charlie, but not, I don't know how to say his last name, Charlie Benante. Okay. That sounded uh, like it could be a name. It's close to that. It might be Benante, but I don't remember. Uh, I think he might have been a big principal songwriter in Anthrax, too. He was the Mr. Belding of writing songs? I would say so. Okay. I think this is pretty much their live set, too. This among the living album. It did say that this, in the description for the album, that this is considered like their breakthrough album, even though it's their third. So, it makes sense, especially if, like you had mentioned, most of these songs were on a greatest hits. Yep. And then I think... You will fuck around, If I remember listening to earlier Anthrax, the production level isn't as good. It seems like with metal bands, yes, like the first nice production album seems to be their biggest fucking hit Ooh. because a record company believed in them and it wasn't just them asking their mom for money to make 500 copies of a vinyl. Mommy. Will you listen and take this shit seriously? You're just waiting to make a joke. I see it in your eyes. Go, go. I'm, I'm not waiting to make a joke. I'm waiting for you to pronounce the next song because I have no fucking idea oh, yeah. how to say it. Well, it is... Uh, you know how to say it? What? Ephilnikufusen? Ephilnikufusen. There's something weird about it. I forget. It's something spelled backwards, I Let's see. Where did this thing say? Nice fucking life is what it is spelled backwards. I mean, not really, but yeah. Nice isn't doesn't have an S yeah, in it. Right, but I'm gonna try to say it too. Elfelnikufacen, Elfelnikufacen, Facen, Elfelnikufacen. I, I see fessen like resin. Fessen, Elfelnikufacen, Elfelnikufacen. That sounds very very German. Yet your parentheses. Yet come on. NFL, nice fucking life. Does it make you want to put on a helmet and ram into other men? Makes me want to go play Madden 
2008, man. I thought you were going to say that you're not a condom man. I so never think about condoms that would have never even come into my brain. <laughs> what the fuck is a condom? Condom. The last condom I saw was the ones that Corpuside made to give out to people. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I forgot about those. I, I still have ever, one. I wonder if anyone used those for sex. I fucking hope so. I'm sure Adam did. You I'm hope sure Kent so. Did. Yes. You think they're using rubbers? I hope they're doing it for two reasons. One, the people that we were giving those to should not be having children. Makes sense. And two, that'd be fucking cool. Somebody used my corpuscide condom to bang around. I think they were black. <laughs> I think they're black condoms. So it'd make men look even smaller? Yeah. Or a four-year lady thinking you have a big black dog. That's, that, w- that wouldn't happen because black is slimming. So if a white man... Well, you put a beer bottle in there first a, and then you shove that around your penis. It's almost your like a sensor wiener. line. Sensor line? Over where the penis is. It's like, I can't even see it. Your penis has been censored by this condom. Actually, that's very true. Penises are definitely censored by condoms. That couldn't be more true. I God damn, now I want to know. I want to know. I guarantee Adam used them. He probably had a box of them at his house, and he was like, yeah, fuck it. They, they work. They're the legitimate He's rubbers. probably like, fuck it, I paid for them. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're all expired and unusable now. Yeah, unless he used them all. I swear I've still got them. I mean, yeah. I, that's why I assumed most, most people would have had them for memento's sake. And would have kept on, like, you know, hung on to it. Because if you use it, then it's gone. And you only remember it. You can keep the wrapper. It's not like it says corpusite on the rubber. Wouldn't that be be great? (laughs) If one, like, stretches out. (laughs) It just says, it just says, coride. And then when it stretches out, it says corpusite. It's like, how big is your corpusite get? It just says code. Code oh, and then it stretches out. Corpusite. <laughs> Put your penis in this to get the code. Oh, no way, what? I put that on. And the code is corpusite. <laughs> no, imagine getting fucked by corpusite. Like what? The logo? Yeah, like if it with corpusite was written on the, you know, the dead I... band that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> that deceased band Don't, that died. Yeah, nobody wants that. Tell me about it. <laughs> Condoms are the worst. <laughs> yeah, kids, don't use condoms. We're not talking to kids. I don't use condoms and go try meth. It'll work out. <laughs> you just looked at me like, what the fuck? I support you using condoms because we don't need... We have too many kids anyway. Even though I've heard that there has been such a drop in people producing babies that it's going to affect the, uh, like it's, there's going to be a noticeable effect in the future on the population. Good. Right? <laughs> it's just been increasing by insane amounts. Suddenly we'll all go, hey, we kind of have more stuff for everyone. Nice. We have space <laughs> and less pollution. It's fine. I'm all about it. I'm sure they'll find, you know, some sort of new pollution. New pollution. 
I gotta say something about this song. This is one that just never grabs my attention. Like the three previous, this it ha- seems- all have hooks that I'm like into. This one's just sort of like filler. It feels like I would say it lo- it loses some of its cojones. I would agree. I do like this part. I'm, I just think compared to the last three songs, oh, I guess absolutely. I feel like it, even though like it still technically has, you know, like a heavy, steady. Still a drive. But yeah, it just it seems to step down a few notches like from the a, other ones. It's not a good hook. There's nothing that hooks me. Yeah, like this is the ballad, basically during a a, a high energy album that you want or that you like expect that from. So that kind of like you feel, or at least for me, it's kind of like a noticeable I agree, little dip. Because there's really the last song, or maybe it's eight number eight medley. Is like the only one that has anything sort of laid Slow. back at all. Other than that, this whole like, like Metallica or Megadeth or all those bands, or even like Sabbath for Slayer, or something. they'll have like one song on the album at least. Like it's like instrumental. Else oh, I was even thinking just like an instrumental. Like what's that one song by Sabbath? Fluff. Yeah, fluff. The one you don't like that I fell in love with when I got stoned. The first like one of my first times. Yeah, I don't like that you started it with the one you don't like. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that's, that's, it uh, very much. I like, I don't remember. That's how it's burning in my brain when you and I can't remember who else talk shit about it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Metallica. No, we're talking fluff. <laughs> Sabbath, oh, Sabbath. Yeah, I'm. You see, <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't remember how it goes, but I remember oh, it's that very soft. <laughs> that it's just something that didn't ding, make sense ding, to me. Ding, 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 and you're like, ding, but it's ding, beautiful. Ding, ding, ding. I just have a connection with it because I got really fucking stoned, and you know, when you first start getting stoned, it is like otherworldly. And I closed my eyes and zoned out, and I pictured myself walking into a big state or, or not arena, but a concert hall, and I was on stage, and people were like, "Yeah." For me, it's just amazing that you remember that it was a very vivid image i don't i guess i don't have i don't have drug connections to music Hmm. because i forget things are you sure you don't have a certain mushroom connection to the beatles (laughs) i like to listen to the beatles when i eat mushrooms for sure fuck yeah dude but it's not like i mean for some reason that's just like this i like that sound but i don't equate like this moment in my life with this song it's these songs remind me of these people but not this song takes me back to this spot for and i i don't know why i've never for someone who likes music very much and feels like things will take me back yeah i don't know if there are specific songs that take me back to specific moments except oh here we go Actually, there are two songs. They're country songs, and they're both <laughs> happy sounding like love songs. And uh, yeah, they're both total love songs. And I heard them after we left my aunt's funeral when I was very young. And I was like very sad in a dark place because death was still new, but it was just very like traumatic for me for some reason. Like it just affected me. Death always really affected me. When I was a kid, I would just cry any time I heard about someone dying. It just made me so sad. 
that they were just done. So, yeah, there are two happy country songs. So, Boot Scootin' Boogie and no. She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy? Uh, I don't think either of those were out yet. To me, those songs came out in like the 80s. And I, don't know, I don't know country music timelines. Um, there's a song by Winona that goes, No one else on earth. Would you know that song? Break my heart the way do. <laughs> and then there's a song by Pam Tillis that's like, Shake a sugar tree till I feel your love falling. Wait, keep going, keep going. Boots, scootin' boogie. Is that right? Is that what that song? <laughs> You're stupid as hell. <laughs> I, I have no idea what that that song is, but everybody knows. No one else on earth, especially when you sing it at the wrong time. <laughs> oh, one Nona. Uh, why Nona? We gonna listen to another. We song got one take more, and then we're breaking it up. Yep. Okay. Skeleton in the closet. Here we go. Uh oh. Fucking heavy, dude. It's this song. What do you mean it's this song? It's this song. I don't know what this song means. You will. All right. You know what the song is based off of? I figured, found out right before this podcast. What? Uh, Stephen King's book, or novella, Apt Pupil. Novella? Yeah, novella. That was him? He Stephen did Apt, King? Apt Pupil? Yeah. Huh. It might have been a Richard Bachman thing, but yes. Since he penned under the name Richard Bachman sometimes. Huh, I didn't realize he was behind Apt Pupil. Stephen King's got a lot of fucking stories, but you don't know. It's weird. It's a great movie. I like it. I've never seen it. I remember it like, uh, it felt real intense to me when I saw the commercials. It is really intense. Makes sense. Brad Renfro, Ian McKellen. Oh, it's Brad Renfro? Yeah. You know, he was great. He was a great Don't slip out of your chair, Michelle. (laughs) That was Beth. Oh, God. Devin Sawa, is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Star of Fred Durst's... Fanatic? Fanatic? <laughs> First of all, he's clearly not the star. That was... What? That was the brilliant... Johnny Trabs? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross that I called him Johnny Trabs or just John Travolta? Everything about it. <laughs> him. Any play on it on names... Okay, so yeah, this is the Annie Skeleton song. Oh, Annie Skeleton? Annie Skeleton is actually in his closet. He's telling us it's Annie Skeleton. (laughs) Annie Skeleton! Every time I've heard this song, I've heard Annie Skeleton. It does that weird thing. That weird sound. That fade-in sound right before they start singing at the beginning of the... Yeah, that's a weird thing that you only hear in metal. Uh, you also hear it at the beginning of, uh, which some would consider this metal, uh, Smoke on the Water. They do it to the hi-hats. Metal? People consider Deep Purple like the blueprint of metal. One of the bands. Oh, I mean, I guess... The people- riffs are very heavy sometimes. I forget that stuff, because I forget that Led Zeppelin is considered early... Yeah. Piece it parts of it, and I'm. It's like, oh yeah. But no. I, I, no one thinks of Led Zeppelin as being metal, though. No. Just at the time, no. it, they had a hand in the early stages of it. 
And I don't know if not informed. I don't think any of those bands would want to take that mantle either. No. Like I remember what what's his nuts from Cream Ginger Baker? He was like If we're if if we're the fathers of metal if we're the parents of metal we should have had a fucking abortion. <laughs> but it's interesting because if you want to talk about rock and roll, you have Lil Richard, who's t- who tried to take credit for it all the time. <laughs> He's like, I created I it. it. I made it. It was me. Rock and roll is from me. Ah, uh, yeah. I love that. Ah, uh, yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> I love fucking just thrash riffs. Bands are just okay dun, 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 when they're thrash bands, especially back in the 80s and early 90s, just going... Just sticking on that fucking E. That's all they're doing right now. They're on one note. I like that their drums don't go overboard, which maybe it has something to do with being in the 80s before uh, they started really hitting those blast beats so yeah, hard. Yeah, and the would, I don't think they've ever been a blast beat band. And I appreciate That's that. Style. And the production way. The kick drum isn't as like high-endy and like metal-y yeah. sounding. Yeah. And he's doing more punk beats than he's doing... It's a lot of skank beats. I just appreciate yeah. that. I do too. Because I think that that's... It almost turned into what seems like a cop out, even though it also seems like you're showing off. Like I'm not saying you're not oh, talented, but like I, I, I personally. Oh, I can't think of a beat. I'll just go. So I think that it is more creative to not lean into that so much. So I do appreciate that Anthrax doesn't take it there, which again, it may be because it's kind of pre that. But yeah, I mean, I do enjoy that. Fans about are them. starting to do that in the really underground metal scene, but this is thrash. This is about fucking like a lot of influence from punk. Annie Skeleton. And you still get, you know, the double kick. It's not yeah, aggressive it in your fucking head either. Like, it's heavy, but it doesn't take it all the way there. And it doesn't do the whole song. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the amount that it is and that it's not so repetitive and so like I can't make a fucking sound like that. (laughs) 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 I always had like uh, I think anybody that like likes metal they all have their own uh ways of making like guitar noises okay so like mine's like yours is definitely with a j yeah but it doesn't sound like that you know there's a form of metal called gent no dj dj gent it's a lot of math like like sporadic so math I would shit. Oh, you would hate like it. it. You would fucking hate it. I can tell. <laughs> I think it's time we take a break. All right, it's break time, and we're going out on break listening to 
Damocracy, which is the supergroup that featured Scott Ian. Damocracy. Along with Ted Nugent, Sebastian Bach, and two other dudes nobody cares about. Sebastian Bach was Jesus, so some people care about him. I, I said two other guys they don't care about. I didn't say fucking Sebastian Bach wasn't to be cared. I've never heard this. Who was the vocalist? I mean, Sebastian Bach's in the band. I don't know what I've else he can him, do. I've heard him, but this is not him. Who knows? We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Sebastian. Yeah. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Woo! The way I like that Miss Judd on the cover of the Winona collection. Oh, yeah, with her guitar. She's holding the guitar, yeah. Looks like a Gibson Les Paul, if I'm not... If I'm, uh, I don't know what the words I was looking for. Does it sound Good like job, a Sam. Gibson? English is your forte. Looks like a Gibson Les Paul to me. <laughs> This dog just, like, nose-butted me. Hi, Clarence. How are you, everybody? This is our dog named Clarence. You can't see her, but she's fucking adorable. She doesn't speak, unfortunately. No. And actually, it's actually great that she doesn't speak. She's actually kind of a speaker all the time. She's a... Oh, I mean, she makes sounds, but she doesn't, like... Bark? Bark. Yeah, fuck that shit. Ever, and it's great. If we ever had a dog that barked, I'd rip his fucking throat out. I'd rip your fucking throat out. Aww. Well, welcome back from break, Welcome everyone. back to the Romance Podcast. Uh, this is the Couple of Critics Podcast, where we share media with each other, and the thing that Michelle usually says, my name is Sam. No. That's Michelle. Okay. I like your little spiel at the beginning. You got it down now. Do I? I think so. I stammer every time. I think it's the, but it's part of it. Okay. <laughs> All right, we've been reviewing, uh, you know, Anthrax Among the Living. Nobody's going in the middle of a fucking podcast, especially ours. And how would you even know where to start? Exactly. I wonder if any podcasts do that. If you can, like, hit a section where, like, this is break number one and this is break number two. They don't have that shit marked. They don't know what's going on. All right, we're listening to Among the Living. I said we fucking get right back into it. Yeah, we're back. With a very, very special song. (laughs) This is a song called... Indians, and now before I play this, Joey Belladonna, the singer, mother was a Native American, and his father was Italian. So, he's a... My mother was a Native American. I was trying to think. My daddy was Italian. (laughs) My brother played the crying Indian in the commercial. (laughs) I was trying to think of a uh, horrible racial slurs for both of them, but I couldn't. (laughs) Good thing I didn't. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) This is a song called Indians. Now. You did preface the song to me. Because the first time I did listen to this was with you. Yes. I got to say, this is a song. I must say. There's a certain section in it 
that gets my ass up and moving no matter what. If I'm doing dishes, if I'm uh, driving, I'll fucking try and run around in circles in my van if I can. (laughs) (laughs) You probably could on your knees, but it would be very painful. I remember this one time in band camp, I stuck a pussy up my flute. (laughs) I did not do that on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, you did. I really didn't. Uh, no, it's time we were driving down the highway going to Cincinnati, Kent and I, in my old black Dodge Caravan, you know, the one that I went over the side of the hill in. Of course. You were in. Uh, and all of a sudden, the back fucking hatch just opens up, and we're going like 75 miles per hour, and all of a sudden, the back hatch just goes fully open, and we can see the road behind us and all the cars, and I'm like, and I have cruise control, I'm like, Kent, take the wheel! And I get out of my driver's seat with Kent in the passenger seat on the wheel. We're going down the interstate. I go to the back, and I lean out of the back going 75 miles per hour, grab the handle that's on the inside, and shut the door while we're going down the interstate, and then ran back up front and got into the driver's seat. That sounds horrifying. (laughs) A normal person would have just slowed the fuck down and pulled over. Yeah, key word there, normal. (laughs) Not a guy who sees this as an opportunity to do something fucking nuts. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if you should have died. I'm surprised I haven't died. And when I do die, it's going to be something stupid. It's going to be me like, yeah, watch this. I can do it. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah, it's not going to be like, I'm dying. I have cancer. For some reason, I'm English. It's like it's old. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my goal, because you're probably going to die before me. <laughs> And I'm just going to get old, and I'm going to move to a different town. The cancer's going to get you. For sure. And then I'm going to move to a different town where nobody knows me, and I'm an old guy. And I'm just going to talk like Dr. Loomis and make up a fake name and tell people. What, Sam Loomis? No, I'm not going to go that far. I'll be Sam Brumis. Or Sam Gloomis. You can put on your Sam Schumas. Oh, my Sam Schumas is smell. Oh, my fucking shoes smell like hot garbage. <laughs> oh, we can't miss the mosh part. Especially because I can't promise I won't get up and run around. So is this just your self-designated mosh part, or is this just no, like a universal it thing? it seems like the whole fucking... I, my memory of it was, you know, like, at a show, there's the front people, and that's usually, like, five people thick, and then it turns into a circle past that, and that's where the mosh pit is. I remember this song making the mosh pit double or triple in size, like, immediately. Right here, this fucking part. Oh, yeah. This makes sense. This part's a mosh? Yeah. Yeah. No, all the other stuff, I'm just waiting for this. I mean, because this, like, <laughs> picks up specifically for Amash. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, he says war dance, and he means fucking tear it up. And he puts on a big headdress, an old uh, Indian headdress. That's offensive. Oh, it's not. He is of descent. Nah, it's offensive. He could also put a big pizza on top of it and get away with it. We're all of descent. Or Tony. All of descent of what? Something. What it's are offensive. you? What's your dissensions? I'm white as hell. White as hell. <laughs> yeah, German. 
I, uh, Irish. We've been through this. Polak. You're the one who has Irish. I have, I, I believe, I have Scottish. Oh, we're of, enemies? Because of Gibson, which is my, my favorite name. brand of guitar and air conditioner. What about... I don't care anymore. And lady. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd say Gibson is pretty high standards until you got to lady. <laughs> uh, a lot of people, Gibson guitars have gone to shit. <laughs> well, so have I. <laughs> so that makes sense. Although I think new uh, leadership has taken over at Gibson and they're starting to like want to be the fucking name they used to be again. Interesting. New leadership taking over. That couldn't be more on the fucking nose. <laughs> oh, you still believe the inauguration is happening? Uh, it's happening. Let's go. We'll see. Weather. We'll see. I got my plane ticket. I don't mean that. Uh, I take that back. You better get fucking going soon. No. Uh, I fear now that I said that. I'm going to put on be put on some fucking no flight list because it's just the internet's getting scanned now for people threatening to go and do crazy shit to the guy who won the election. So is there actual, like, real security? I don't read too much into this, but headlines seem to tell me, and I shouldn't be reading I mean, news people, like this. But. I, I thought Obama might get shot, and he never did. I think, I mean, there are snipers to take out snipers, and they... There's sniper snipers? Yeah, and they... I mean, I think that they have security on, like... They go into places like in the area, like surrounding areas, and, and it's going to be extra heavy this time now, right? Because there's actual like because there's actual like there's been actual threat. threat. Yeah, uh-huh. fuck wild hope, man. I hope no one goes. I mean, I hope that the arrests were enough of a deterrent. I mean, you're allowed to protest. That's totally fine. Protesting is our legal fucking right. It's one great thing about being an American is that we're allowed to say. I yeah. disagree with you. Yeah. Like, truly. Like, and that's another reason why it fucking drives me crazy that a- acting like if you're not a Republican, that you hate America. Fuck you. Like, I'm not saying I'm here, I'm going to wear an American flag t shirt or anything, but I, I appreciate my goddamn rights. Yeah. I'm just not up its ass. Yeah. I also hate the mentality of, well, if you don't like it, you know, you're, no, no, if I don't like leave. it, that means. We can work on it to make it better. That's my I'm not idea. saying that this yeah. isn't worth it. I'm saying that, or like when they're like, well, at least you got it better than this thing. Like, okay, what you're saying is you're only getting two of your toes cut off. At least you're not getting four. Well, I don't want any of my fucking toes cut off. So <laughs> it's they talk about it on Jim and Sam a lot, and Jim Norton calls it whataboutism. And, ah. and I think that, it's and that's the thing. A lot of times, people aren't necessarily saying things that aren't true. Yeah, but it's not the time or place. Like if you're talking about this subject, just because someone else did something equally as bad or maybe even oh, worse. But that's not what we're talking. But about. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about this, and I I think that on both sides. Like when people yeah. when someone is trying to make an argument, and someone's like, "Well, Trump." Well, Trump was never being talked about. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this guy. Let's talk about his problem. We're talking about this situation. And then when we're finished with that conversation, we can also talk about how fucked up the other one was. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree wholeheartedly with that. So I hope that no one feels like going crazy. I don't believe that 
that you could just say both sides are crazy. It's the extremists on both sides. I hope no one feels like doing anything fucking extreme. If you want to show up and protest, again, that's your right. And have at it. Please, I hope no one dies, because that seems to be a thing that's been happening during protests lately. It's just bad fucking news. I don't want anything bad to happen. Like, I don't know. And on a lighter note, I'd like to bring up the lyrics in that song are fucking hilarious when he's like, Cry for the Indian. Yeah, I sang along to it a little bit. Die for the Indian. It's cheesy as hell. Cry for the Indian. Oh, cry, cry. <laughs> but that mosh section is the shit. It definitely... This is like the first time in my life I didn't get up and run around in circles. <laughs> I was trying to be a professional. It's it's definitely, I would say, the mosh part is the best part of the song. And you can tell. I can agree you can, with that. It's such a good mosh part that like such people such as yourself who aren't like crazy versed in metal. You're obviously way more versed in it now than you've ever been. Sure. But uh, you've, had, you've listened to way more metal in I the mean, past two years than you have... In 30. It's true, just saying, well, <laughs> versed in it. I feel like that's kind of, that's not true. Because nothing sticks inside you, of me. But you can tell that's a mosh section. Oh, yeah. So people who are into it, that like, it's like tenfold. You're just like, oh, fuck it. Like, it I can, literally feels like it grabs me and pulls me in. It's weird. So that's the difference. I can hear it, but you can feel it. I Yeah, yeah I like that. And I can't stop it. And I don't have control. I'm aware. I just... It just doesn't do the same thing to me. <laughs> yeah. So it means there's something there. So All right. Tell let's me move on to One World. Now, I do want to say that, that the the riff in this song, in the beginning here, not this right here, but uh, it does stand out to me as like, it did get my attention at least that I enjoyed it when it, when the song actually kicks in. I can't remember what the riff is. Uh, this is the part of the album I'm not so familiar with. Oh, yeah, this part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this part rules. It's very interesting. It's Egyptian-y. Yeah, it got my attention. I don't. I think it sounds different than anything I've heard so far yeah. on the album. It's just an interesting little... And they only use it for a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it just... A little flavor. It got, the, the flavor got my attention. Now back into the fucking thrash straight up... <laughs> This song feels more balls out to me. This song feels like Metallica to me, like early Metallica. Really? Yeah. It's got the same... Like, it's like the fast pace. It's got the same, and... like, riffage. Just the way that the notes, the rhythms they're choosing. I guess I can kind of hear that, since you pointed out. That whole... That's a huge metal rhythm. One in, two in, three in, four in, one in, two in. Which is not triple it. So you're saying the rhythm gets you? It does. Yes. So I think this almost feels like it has, even though it is metal, I think it also has like a, a punk feel to it. Not necessarily like a punk sound. I mean, here it does. Here it totally does. But throughout, I think it has the punk feeling still, even yeah. when it sounds more metal. I get his vocals on that, I guess we'll call it a verse. That's the biggest glam metal sound I feel from this whole album. From him. Yep, leave. 
It'll come up again. Okay. Will you point it out to me? Because I... Uh, this? No. I mean, kind of, though. Kind of. It's in that vein, but... I'll wait till the riff comes up again. <laughs> What's that? These guys were like a skate kind of band, too. So that's another uh, thing that's okay. bumped them up in my mind. Like, skaters love anthrax. Really? Is it because skaters like, like punk and they have such a... This is the 80s glam See how vocal sound to it. I just flipped my wife off, and she shut the fuck up immediately, uh-huh. and it worked. Uh-huh. Isn't it's it great? It's a good system. It's nice. <laughs> it's shocking to your core because you're like, why is he flipping me off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely like, yeah. I, But I don't know what you were saying before. I don't either. Fuck. <laughs> That's the bad part of it. It cuts off what you were going to say. Oh, I was talking about being a skate band. Maybe it was something out of that. Oh, yeah, because it was because of the skaters like punk, or at least older skaters like yeah, punk. Yeah, for sure. And I think that this has a heavy punk yeah. feel, attitude, sound at times I think, to it. I think they would take pictures of them being on skateboards and stuff. And, like, in the 80s, if a band was supporting skating, like Suicidal Tendencies, who was a huge, they're a huge skate band. They're, skaters were nerds, so if somebody you thought was cool and like looked cool to you and like headbanging and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, skating's cool, dude." So they weren't actually skating; they were just like standing on it, or like they weren't had a like standing up. They're just—I think they had anthrax boards and they were posing with their boards, like by the board. Like but posers. I think they supported skateboarders. You might say they were posers. Maybe one of them skated. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying they were posing. Yeah, they're posing. They were mall grabbing their boards, and they were posing. Uh, posers. Posers are such a silly <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, he's so much stronger alive now. It's like he almost... Because he quit. They had a second vocalist, and it almost feels like during that time he took a break to like get his real chops down and get form and technique down and then came out and fucking played it down way way better in my opinion and he's a really good front man that's that's what Russians white Russians they're just Russians okay brown Russians they're just Russians pink Russians what's your favorite crayon color do you know you don't know I don't know either I just thought about it real quick um, brick red. Oh wow! I don't know why I always liked brick red. It's dark. It's serious. Good color. It's got a little brown in there. It's like bloody shit, or it's like drying blood. Ah. My favorite one was always black. <laughs> it wasn't that one that I've never been able to pronounce, but it's that like sky blue type color, but has a little teal tint to it, like cerulean or something. Oh, I don't know. I probably did like that color, actually. I remember my Aunt Pam and I tried to name crayon colors. They came out with, like, five new colors, and they had a contest to name them. And they included them in the box as white. They were wrapped in white instead of what color they were. Okay. And uh, the contest was you wrote on a card and mailed it in what your vote was to call the color. Okay. I don't remember what we called any of the colors. Probably something like poop green or diarrhea green. 
Okay, so apparently the pronunciation is Cerulean. Okay, are you going to play it for us? Yeah, what the hell is this? Cerulean. 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 What color? Does it have an example on your phone? Oh, yeah, that's a good color. Cerulean. I like ceruleans. There's so many different options of what they're calling it, but I like the first one. It has like, it's almost like a little bit of turquoise, teal, but not quite. It leans more blue than green, but it has like a tinge of green to it. A tiny tinge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put about T, a little bit of T445 in there. A, a little bit of T4005 would be good. A tiny T? Sure. <clears throat> I went super nerd and talked about my paint toners at work. It was cool of me. Hold on a second. Tiny T <gasps> is... A little man who looks... It's a little version of Mr. T. Okay. But he sings Tiny Tim songs. Does he sound... And two questions. Does he sound like Tiny Tim or does he sound like Mr. T? When he talks, he sounds like Mr. T. When he sings, he sounds like Tiny Tim. And both of these, are they like tiny versions of each voice or is it their full booming it's voice? It's the full voices. Wow! <laughs> so Tiny T... Is Tiny Mr. T singing Tiny Tim. So he comes out and he's like, I pity the fool who doesn't want to hear my song. Tiptoe through the tulips. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this man with chains is a fucking... What does he look like? So does it look man. like Mr. T? Yes. It's Mr. Man. T singing does he have Tiny a, Tim. Does he have a Tiny Tim nose at least? If you want him to have a tiny Tim nose and mouth, that's fine. For our millions of fans out there, please Photoshop a picture of Tiny T. (laughs) (laughs) No one is going to do that. (laughs) I'm going to do it and then pretend that a fan put it in. (laughs) You won't do anything. You don't put anything into this fucking podcast. I'll post this episode and then I'll be done. That's true. Well, All right. I'm going to go on to the next yep, song, which is the longest this going. song. Yep. Medley. ADI. Horror of it all. <laughs> this almost has, at the very beginning, it sounds almost uh, Alice in Chains to me. I would agree. I never thought of it being an Alice in Chains thing. Whenever I hear this song, I think of how most metal bands always have one or two songs that intro with like an acoustic guitar that's semi ominous yeah. and then it goes dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and this was just the anthrax one this is anthrax time to shine shine anthrax shine and i want to know who's playing the guitar because there's two guitar players scotian and i maybe there's two going i don't know can't tell you're talking about the acoustic yes I wonder if I can find that out for you. I'll look that up. I I bet it was both of them. See, there it goes. Man, we... And it doesn't actually, like, fit. It doesn't actually, like, flow into the song. You just... We'll just shove this little breaks. clean thing that Scott wrote real quick on the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or that Charlie wrote. And then we'll go into this. This is AIDS. This feels AIDS. Oh, I thought you said AIDS. This is AIDS. This feels aids which is 80s. Like, this feels almost Judas Priest. I hear that. That uh, makes sense. Uh, zones. T- templates. Areas. Which song am I? Oh, I'm looking up the medley. Oh, this is like a special song. Yeah, it's super special. 80 I'm more of it all. 
And what did you want to know about this? I forget. I'm not... I was just speculating about the acoustic guitar at the beginning. And oh, I mean, no, yeah. I was you curious took if it I as a personal mission to be a sleuth about it. Scott Ian is the rhythm guitar. Yeah. And lead guitar is Dan Spitz. Do you know what the difference between those two? Yeah, but that's just what they're labeled as on the whole album. Well, I was looking at the specific track. Oh. Does it, it says on that specific track? Yeah. It still doesn't mean anything. It doesn't say acoustic. Okay. There might have been two playing there, too. When we listen to the, when we do this podcast, we're hearing everything in mono, so it's hard for me to remember. Nucleosis. Yes, we're hearing everything in mononucleosis. We gotta stop kissing stuff. <laughs> the kissing disease. I remember some girl that we went to school with. I can't remember who it was, so I'm not even gonna say the name. Probably I don't know some the name. bitch. Some fucking, some fucking bitch. Some fucking bitch. She went to the Kings Island, right? She gets on the roller coaster. On the roller coaster. And she fucking uh, it stops at her mouth. Hits part of the roller coaster on the side, and she said somebody spit a loogie right there that she didn't see before. And she got the mononucleosis. I think she was kissing her dad, and she got it. <laughs> By the way, this song's fucking weak, man. She got mono and mental problems. Yeah. The two big M's. Do you agree this song's fucking weak? Like- yes. Just, I think it, it sounds cheesy, but see, to me, I would almost equate this closer to Metallica to me because I fucking really? hate it. <laughs> just kidding. This sounds more like Motley Crue to me. Yeah, I can't compare it to anything. I don't I, like it. I can agree, though, that these last two songs, I definitely dip out yeah, for. Yeah, they're zone outs. They shouldn't yeah. have been the fucking end of the album. I don't know what they're doing. If you, if you have to use these songs because you don't have anything else, at least shove them in the middle and then put something fucking really good at the end. Otherwise, people are going to be stopping your album early. Yeah, and guess who kept stopping the album early? <laughs> His name is Sam, and he's introduced himself for the third time in this podcast. Well, it's been a bit. We've done it a few times, that's for sure. Oh, man, I feel this, up. Yeah, these... this sounds cheesy. This is the, this is closer to the 80s hair metal band yes, that more Crew. people think of, like Poison and stuff. Yeah. yeah, horrid. I don't like it. The only Motley Crue song that I feel like I know, like off the top of my head, is Girls, Girls, Girls. So oh, I don't really hear that so much. I don't know what other songs they're known for. I want to make a parody of Girls, 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 but call it Earls, Earls, Earls. And it's just about three guys named Earl. Oh, can it be? Well, I've never seen my name as a role, but I, I know that's to, him. No, I don't want it to be fucking people that exist. I want to just make up this story about three guys named Earl. It can't. You can't have Earl from the Dixie Chicks song. No. Oh, come on. It was Dennis Bronze. I don't care about pop culture reference. I want to make my own thing. I said that as I'm parroting a pop song or a popular song. I wouldn't call it a pop song. I'm looking at Motley Crue songs, same old situation. Yeah. It's the same old situation. How can I resist? Yeah, I was going to say, that's the, that just sounds like poison. Oh, yeah, yeah that was a... Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I thought you were joking. I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, so no, that was just an accident. I know, it's the same old situation. It goes like this, uh... They it's did the same old situation. They didn't do. He's the one that called it to feel good. Yeah. He's the one that makes you feel all right. He's the one that called it to they feel did. good. They did. Mama, I'm coming home. That's awesome. What is wrong with you? They did a song about coming home. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. 
Home sweet home. That's what they did. There we go. Yeah, they God, did. What is home sweet home? Kicks. What, what is the tune to that other song you brought up that I f- fucked Same up? Same old situation here. I'll do this on my own. Oh, they also did smoking in the boys' room. They did that too, I guess. Yeah, they did a cover of it. Oh, this part rules. By the way, of this song. Killer bass action. I should talk about the instrument, guys. The bass player is awesome. I don't know if it's the same guy that I saw. And then Charlie Banana Manante on drums is fucking killer. Banana Manante. Banana Manante. They're all really good. I just don't know their names. I'm not a huge Anthrax guy. I like it, but I'm not, I don't know anything. Because you were never a full album guy? Probably. Is that and part it just, of it? Certain bands, they just don't have like a... An aura around it that makes me like want to know everything. Same with certain movie franchises. I just don't fucking care about. Like Lord of the Rings and all that. I could... With my personality and how much I love diving into shit, Lord of the Rings would be a very plentiful bowl to dip into and if, get lost in for a long time, if but I have no fucking interest. Care, yeah, if you're interested in getting lost in it. Yeah. I've never had any interest in any of that. Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a. Chucky, I can get lost in the lore of that real good. I had to tell Mel who Brad Dorf was the other day. Makes sense. He recognized him, but he didn't know his name. I didn't know who he was before you. Really? I knew who Steven Dorf was, but not who Brad Dorf was. Isn't Steven? Wasn't he in Blade? Yes. Yeah, it gets cut in half at the end, I think. Huh. Yeah. And then he's like, he like flies up and the top of his body goes up and then he sucks back together or something. It's weird. Didn't someone get cut in half in that 13 Ghosts movie? I don't remember anything about 13 Ghosts besides little just snippets of scenes, but not what was happening in the scene. Like, I can just see, like, the glass doors closing, and then I can see, like, that ghost, that big dude that had all the nails sticking out of him. So, but you can definitely see Tony Shalhoub. Yes. And Matthew Lillard. Yes. Matthew Lillard with glasses on, mm-hmm. looking all scared at foggy glass because he's fucking breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. God, I need to see that movie again. I'd like to. All right, we we did it on. Uh, well, we're not done with the album, but we listened to the eighth song. Let's do the last one, "Imitation of Life," which sounds nothing like the song "Imitation of Life" by REM that I am familiar with. I'm losing what? my voice all of a sudden. <clears throat> How does that song? Oh wait, did you look at what the fucking Motley Crue song was? I did. Okay, we're pausing this. We need to hear this moniker song. Yeah, I knew it sucked. I just couldn't remember the which... Oh, God. Fuck off. I have never liked Motley Crue. <clears throat> I'd have gotten a Motley Crue. I think my dad likes Motley Crue. No, my dad. dad likes GNR. I, he probably likes Motley Crue. My mom liked GNR. Yeah, your mom likes Axel. <laughs> I watched the video of Axel. Oh, let's get back into Imitation of Life. Uh, I watched the video of 
Axel telling the crowd like about his personal drama with Slash. <laughs> He's just on stage like. Then he comes in the studio and says, bam, 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 bam. and then he comes in the studio. You're going to stick it like, and then he ends it with a, he can suck my dick. I was just like, why are you telling the audience this? Just fucking put on a show. Just, just be entertaining. You can suck my dick. Nobody thinks you're tough. You're fucking, we ought to stick your whiny. Like, I'm not scared of you. I'm just like annoyed by you. He's a whiny, slithery little snake. Fucking snake, indeed. <laughs> you know how hard it was to say fucking without doing the, the voice, but then putting the voice in on the snake? A fucking snake. <laughs> Try it. Fucking snake. Now do it like Michael Caine. <laughs> oh, it's, it bothers me so because... <laughs> I'm so off. All Every right. time I hear Michael Sharon? Payne, it's so good. Right. Huh? Oh, wait. Sharon Osbourne. You want to do it as Sharon Osbourne instead? Sure. Ozzy! Ozzy! You were supposed to say something. I forgot what it was. Fuck you, Ozzy! <laughs> Uh, this song much better than the last song. It has more of a punk sound. Yeah, but I'm already exhausted and over it by this song. Yeah, so I'm just I'm uninterested. Still out. I'm yeah. ready to be done. Yeah, we're both checked out. We can see it in our eyes. I mean, Let's yeah. Just take a nap for four minutes. But I meant every time I've listened to it. <laughs> that is pretty fun, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Earls, Earls, he's got a cheeseburger underneath his gut. Earls, Earls, Earls. One, wife is a slut. That was horrible. Horrible. All right, we're canceling the Earls, Earls, Earls idea. Can it be Duke of Earls, Earls, Earls? <laughs> Duke of Earls, Earls. Duke of Earls, Earls, Earls. Punching up my stuff once again. That's why they call you Punch Up Polly. That's why it's good to have two minds because you can bounce ideas off. Yeah, but that's why it's bad to have two minds because then you get mad that you didn't think of it. <laughs> I'm not mad. Because I thought of that. I know. And then you grow resentful. There's no reason. I'm giving it to you. I know there's no reason, but it still exists. Not really. It was hilarious. Do it again. Do, 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 Earls, Earls, Earls. That's funny. There's nothing I hate more than all these plastic people. <laughs> people. Which, of course, I can't hear plastic people without thinking of pajama people. <laughs> well, I think plastic people from Frank Zappa. Oh, that's probably why I was thinking of Frank, but then I just went to pajama people. <laughs> I listened to pajama people today. What the fuck does he say about plastic people? I can't remember. Plastic people. <laughs> Plastic. <laughs>
people. <laughs> Sound the alarms! Jesus Christ, we did it, Michelle. So, Among the living by Anthrax's death. We did, but this this is Imitation of Life by R.E.M., which I said it sounded nothing like. Let me uh, go into the, the future a little bit. You know, it's very R.E.M. sounding. Hold on, keep it playing. I bet if we play them together. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> that was the worst. Oh, I know this song. Come on, no one can see me cry. Earlier when we played that t- together at the same time was the worst moment in podcasting history. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's worse. By us, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I'll never forget when I watched Ari Shafir and uh, Greg Fitzsimmons waterboard each other. Oh, God. That was an interesting podcast. Such as uncomfortable. I mean, it was interesting. I never forgot it. <laughs> who never... was it? Ari and who? Ari and Greg Fitzsimmons. It was on Fitzdog. Ah, Fitzdog. I think it was on Fitzdog's podcast. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Fucking Fitzy. Waterboarding. Well, uh, we're officially to the part of the podcast where it is time to go over some questions. I said, I got some questions for you. I got some questions for you. Yeah, California too. Yeah, questions for you. Alright, so Sam, why did you choose this? Desperation, couldn't think of anything, and then I was like, oh, Anthrax! And then I was like, oh, I've never actually listened to a real album, so let's listen to a real album. And then I looked up songs that I liked. I I looked up albums. I knew I wanted to go like first four, probably, because that's usually what I like anyway. Okay. And then I looked at ones, and I was like, which one has the most songs that I know? And this one was the one that was like, I like a lot of these songs, and I know a lot of these songs. Let's go with this one. That makes sense. But yeah, total desperation. I'm running out of shit here. I'm going to have to start repeating oh, artists. that's silly. What? I'm a closed box, closed-minded person, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> you are a closed box person, that's for sure. What do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Uh, here we go, metal again, but probably not so, like, probably knew it was going to be easier than, like, a fetus album or death metal. I can tell you that my judgment prior to listening to it was just, here we go again. Okay. Here and, hey, I know Scott Ian. Again, here we go. <laughs> yeah. And Did you I'll, immediately think Scott Ian? Yeah. Oh, that's all I ever think, because I know nothing about their actual music. Yeah. So, it's just Anthrax, Scott Ian, Red Goatee. The red one? You went red, huh? I feel like that's the one I'm most familiar with. I think for a while he was doing it pink after Dimebag died, because that's what Dimebag used to do. Meh. Um, Don't say meh! How many times- Ah, this podcast is over! Uh, uh, Good, because I kind of feel like I have to shit soon. (laughs) I mean- Unless it's just going to be gas. I really hope it's just gas. All right, so how many times did you listen to this? It's going to be gas. Uh, I listened to it as a whole three times, and then I'd say about six times just the first up till Indians. And then Indians was the I last. Feel better song. now. She farted up yeah. until Indians. That yeah, was. Your I would listen off. to Indians, and then I was done. Like last two songs. The last just done. three songs in that case. Yeah, but I was doing it most because sometimes I would still listen to the song after Indians. It's still a okay. heavy, good, fun song. But 
get to that fucking I understand. other one. It's slogged. Okay. I honestly listened to it two full times, and then I couldn't get through the last four songs on the last listen. But I skimmed through. Hey, dance! But I skimmed through all of them and would, like, listen to chunks of each one. So not three full listens, but whatever. I did my best. Um, I don't. I didn't. I'm but I gave it no, what you I wanted to give. Best. I gave it what I wanted to give it. That's, it's supposed that, to be that's three. The truth. You're supposed to be three. <laughs> She's slacking. Everyone. There have been two times. Of our million where listeners. I've not wanted to listen, and so far, this one didn't didn't pull me that much, and neither did T Rex. Metal Guru, is it you? Metal Guru, is it you? Putting this on a level with that. I didn't say it was on the same level. I'm just saying these are the two things that I've not been able to, that I've not really wanted to push myself. Therefore, putting it on a level with that. And you've made it through Symphony X. So your. Oh my God. So your (laughs) least favorite song, my guess, I'm going to guess is the medley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking easy to figure out, right? I guess. If I got it wrong, then I'd be stupid, wouldn't I? Since it was so easy. I talked. I, all the other songs, I was like, yeah, yeah, it rules, it rules. And then this song came over, I was like, fucking slog. No, I think that's pretty accurate because a lot of times I don't really know what to, what direction to go in. So, yeah. But you knew. Okay, I got it. Sam, what do you think my least favorite song is? Oh, okay. Excuse well, me. Because the inside bubble. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's harder for you because I'm thinking in my brain. For me, it's easy as hell. Easy as hell. Uh, it's. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know what you're hearing and what is going to. I know. Include. I'm going Indians. Oh boy, you nailed it. That <sighs> song sucks my asshole. You're fucking. I think <laughs> I I agree that the the little breakdown part for moshing is good, but no, the Indians. I'm Hope not crying for listen. Indians. Yes, you are. Cry, cry, cry. <laughs> I'll cry for the litter before I cry for the Indians. I'm just kidding. Speaking about my heritage, I, I supposedly have litter. some of that in there because apparently someone in my family oh, raped an Indian. Oh, are you serious? I don't know. Oh, I thought that was actually part of the lore. Probably. All kinds of racist people loved. They were racist, but they loved raping their women. It's weird how that works. I don't want you to drink from the same cup, but I do want to stick it in your butt. They're like, we don't, we don't just pillage. We rape. That's... Yeah. That's Nobody ever says, let's go pillage. It's always rape and pillage. Let's pillage this village. Oh, yeah. The pillage is the least fun part of it. Ooh, that was rough. Sorry, everyone. Well, it's for- rough that people have figured you out. That's why That's why you're such a fucking... You bring up rape way more than I that's do. That's why you're such a closed clam for me. I'm a closed clam. A clam? Because you're out there raping other people, <laughs> apparently. Sam's a rapist. <laughs> Everybody repeat. Sam is a rapist. <laughs> and everybody replace the P 
in that word with a C, and that's what Michelle is. Fuck you. I'm wearing my I love every color I see shirt. Sweatshirt. Well, well, I don't see color. I bet. I wonder how many people have seen me wear this where it says I see color. And think the exact opposite thing it means. And think that I'm racist. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would stop wearing it. Well, you're a fucking weak person. Maybe I'm yes. not as weak as you. Yes. I am weak. I can give you a shirt that says dying fetus instead. And I'm a weak nail going and through a baby strong. Head. Isn't that fun? When we're weak and we're strong. <laughs> they are weak. I'm very strong opinion, but I don't want to go outside about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's All literally right. me. Um, so we're on so to favorites. Your favorite song, I truly... <gasps> I don't know... I know you really like that part in Indians, and I know that it moves your body, but I don't know that it's necessarily your favorite okay, song as a whole. Interesting. So I'm going to guess that because I know how much you love the law, I'm going to say that you are the law. Ooh, I am the law. I do enjoy that song, but I'm going to go with something I usually uh, never like to do and go with one of the main s- cotton wash yeah cotton wash cotton wash would be my second this, this pick like a for big, you so fucking hit you know it'd be like the song everybody talks about anthrax but oh, really i don't know any anthrax like big songs at all oh i, mean, I can't I identify them to, but it's not like they had mtv hits like metallica did but uh give me fuel give me fire give me that much yeah but they, it may not be your bag, but Metallica did permeate they did. enough that it hit your head. Anthrax never did. <laughs> Megadeth never did. Slayer never did. So Anthrax says, I am the law. And then Pantera says, respect, respect. the law. Uh, by Pantera says, you mean some drunk guy that doesn't know the lyrics that I was hanging out with? Yep. <laughs> and said the law? Respect. <laughs> God, that was so fucking funny. I remember when he what said it, say? and I was just like, "What?" I I did literally remember what going, "What did you say?" <laughs> All right, Sam. What's my favorite song? Uh, hard. This is hard for you. This is very hard for you. This is for uh, you. So I'm going with uh, a little technique I like to call. I, I'm going to say it's probably Cotton Mosh. No. Damn it! Surprisingly, I think that the riff. And there are parts of One World that I like. I think it's a solid song. So, surprisingly, the song that follows up the song that I dislike the most. Oh, wait. It had this. In the beginning. I like that. If I think if the song was more of this, it would have been very interesting. It's so funny. It's such a Metallica sound. And I, didn't, I don't yeah. make that connection. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. But but I do think as a whole, this song, I like the energy of it. And uh, I feel like it brought me back a little bit before I dropped off on the last two songs. So yeah. I mean, I didn't love any song, but I, I, I'll i give it to One World. One World. <laughs> one World. All right. One. Are there one more questions? World, I can't remember one, how this show works. One World. Let's How old were you when you first listened to this album, Sam? Uh, 30... Five year 35. I'm not 36? No, not yet. Okay, 35. Yeah. I'm not 36? No, you turned 36 this year. You were born in 85, All and right. this is an odd year. Damn, 35. So it's an even number for you. 
You turn an even number on an odd year because you were born on an odd year. Great. I'll never remember that. Okay, that makes sense. All right. I just figured that out as I'm saying it. It's not like it's something (laughs) I knew. Um, How did you originally feel about this when you first heard this album? Uh, That I liked all the songs I already liked from the greatest hits thing that I was listening to. And the ones that weren't on there, for the most part, are slogs. So you were you understood why they never made yes. it, and you're fine with the fact that you didn't know those previously. Um, like, there's nothing that you heard that necessarily pulled you. I think there's maybe one or two on there that aren't on the greatest hits that I'm glad I did hear. Okay. And I would, I probably wouldn't listen to that greatest hits again. I probably would just listen to this. Okay. And then just stop, because there's a point. Where it's literally, I can just stop it, and I'm fine. It's not like I have to skip a song or two to get to the next one. I can just be done. Okay. <laughs> Which leads into, would you recommend this album today? Uh, no. Okay. Yes. It, with my albums, it, it's, it's, I got it. I mean, like if your people friends. are into thrash metal, yes, I would recommend this album. Okay. Yes. Okay. I've, I I should always think about it like that. If someone's into that genre, is this a good example of that genre that I would give to someone to be like, hey, check this out. Makes sense. I shouldn't think of it like, can I walk up to my mom and be like, hey, you should check out Anthrax. Well, you gave it to me, and I will say That's that... That's our podcast, though. And I'm going to say that I wouldn't listen to this again because... Oh, shocker. Uh-huh. This is, uh, this is definitely a two in the pink, one in the stink sort of situation. <laughs> and that's it. We're finished with questions. Finished with questions. Do I need to play the bass again? No, you okay. don't. Um, we are almost finished with this podcast, but before I am... going to give it to you, Sam. I am going to tell everyone what is next. Here we go. This is an interesting one. This oh is an boy. album I've oh never listened to. Oh, boy. So this is this has happened before. Back to back. And the back to back. I haven't technically listened to the album we just did, so. Oh, okay. Before. I did skim this a little bit before giving it to you and realizing, because I was like, I want to. I went through a list. I'll tell you real quick, which I should save for the next episode, but. I wanted to find something terrible. What? Why would you do this? <laughs> well, I mean, and Chris, uh, the the sort of stuff would be like actors who did bad albums. So like yeah, Crispin like Glover, Glover would be on it. Yeah. And stuff. Once again, why did you do that? Because <laughs> uh, I think it would be interesting. And this one, I think, is going to be funnier than Crispin Glover. So okay. get ready, Sam. Right. It's about to get awful up okay. in here. Jim Varney. <laughs> that, why would that be awful? I don't know. Maybe he had a horrible singing career. <laughs> I don't believe that. We are going to be listening to the album Former Child Actor by Corey Feldman. Oh, no! (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I am excited about this. You really tested my fucking... Bearings I here. feel like I... This one's going to be fun to talk about. I think so. I I mean, if I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit here, I, I like to say uh, that I bring some interesting I angles agree. to this podcast. I agree. And I think that Corey Feldman's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a lot to talk about. about. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be an interesting episode. I'm just going to picture him in his Michael Jackson looking well, this is, outfit. This is pre that. So. so this is not the Angels. 
No, this is not. Oh boy. This is I'll I will go ahead and tell you it's his third album. It came out in two thousand and two. Are you looking at it right now? How long mm-hmm. is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it doesn't have like a total, but Does it have a total runtime? <laughs> no. It's oh. twelve songs. Oh, that's not bad. They're mostly three, four minutes long. Okay. It'll it, it's pretty basic, so yeah. <laughs> Until next time, everyone. Fucking strange, man. Thank you so much for listening. We yes. appreciate you. We really do. Tell a friend. Yeah. I think we're getting starting to finally kind of get okay at this, so let's get some fans going here. Why not? We've been doing this for a little over two years now. Two years? Yeah, yeah two years. So Dipping those uh, toes in. Dippity dip. Let's split or maybe we're worse split. than ever. I would, I would say that that's probably what it is. <laughs> that's way more accurate. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.